Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27 of the Behind the Edge podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caleb, joined today by my co-hosts, Vex, Jake, and Kai. What's going on, guys? Well, Vex is dying. Damn it! You had to talk. Um, (laughs) uh, Nobody likes an awkward silence, anyway. I do. Um, (laughs) On this episode, we are going to discuss our personal spoon slash knife gripes, as well as design language and our take on it. Um, going on to the uh, housekeeping, um, first off, Vex is dying of COVID-19, so this may very well be our last podcast. You might him. actually die during this. <laughs> oh, God. Um, joking aside, uh, Vex actually does have COVID, and we're happy happy that he's able to do this podcast with us tonight. Um, how do you feel, Vex? Um... I feel like dying. What's it? What's it like having COVID? Well, here's the thing, guys. It's real. It's a real thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It's made up by the media. Uh-huh. I know. Uh, yeah. Your your mom your mom had it pretty bad, right? Oh, yeah, she, she had, had pretty bad Rona and strep throat, so she had like oh, the shit. double whammy. God. Yeah, it's like um, I'll I'll say this like, you know you'll have it like because then you yeah. know how everyone this year's like, dude, I think I got Corona, dude. It's like. If you think you do, you don't have it. Like you know when you have it, cause like right, it just feels different. Your sense of smell is like gone. Like everyone's been congested where your sense of smell is like, you know, bad. blocked. It's bad. It's worse, but it's like still there. But I'm telling you, like it's gone. Like you could spray freaking cologne in your nose and you won't smell it. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So, so you said you told me earlier that you can. T- taste kind of now but yeah or, or is it yeah or, and you still can't smell for that, the first right? like week i had it i couldn't taste it at all like everything literally mm-hmm. tasted the same like you could drink a beer you could drink anything it tastes like nothing really did you try drinking any, like did you drink a like liquor or anything like that yeah, to see if it i drank um a few beers and they didn't taste like anything and then, I put cologne in my mouth, and I couldn't even taste it. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, oh, that that sounds poisonous. Why the hell would I you? I didn't do like that? drink a lot. Uh, I just like sprayed I mean, some. Oh my god! No, Maybe you did I'm more sure than those fine. classes. <laughs> oh uh, no! That's crazy though. So who else in your family? Was it just you and your mom? Or no, is it, it was me, my people? mom, my dad, and my nephew. So everyone in my house. But so yeah. how long have y'all? How long have y'all had it now? Probably almost two weeks now. Oh, right? uh, I got tested on the fourth. And I got my okay, results so back, gonna... like, the 7th, I think. Right. But I already had it, obviously. So I might have even yeah. had it for a day or two before that. But right. I wasn't showing any symptoms until the day I got tested on the 4th. I woke up, mm-hmm. and like I said, I couldn't smell. And at first, like, when a, when you have a sense that's completely gone, you think you're just, like, you think it's there still, but then you realize, like, it's gone. Like, it's completely gone. Yeah. So I just called my doctor. I'm like, hey, I need to... Because where I am, you needed to schedule a doctor's appointment first before you could get a test. So I had, to, I had to schedule a doctor appointment, and then we did a freaking FaceTime. I did a FaceTime with my doctor. He's like, oh, so what's wrong, dude? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't smell or taste. And he's like, oh, okay. And then that was it, and he just I got, got tested. The, the wow. test is honestly not that bad. It looks uh, horrible. Yeah, it looks terrifying. I know, I know some people have uh, varying, um, you know, Different. If you've ever had a flu test, I think. Well, I uh, picked my nose a lot as a kid, so my nostrils really like <laughs> worn yeah, out. Must have really jammed so, your fingers in there. Yeah, so I got big nostrils. I do got um, some huge nostrils. But um, so yeah, speaking of COVID tests, uh, yeah. So 
I know with my university, um, we're going to be, uh, so basically they're recommending us all to get tested before we get home. Um, obviously they're not enforcing that, but they're like, yeah, before you go home, since most of you live in rural places, get tested so you don't, uh, expose your family. Cause obviously like, you know, it's like with Vex, your mom, you know, she's not, she's not young like us. She had worse symptoms. You call Vex's that, mom old, dude? I'm not calling her old. I'm just savage. She might be old. I don't know. It's not. It's not her fault. It's just the way the ball rolls. But, anyways, like you know, like my mom's 47. I don't know. Um, it's the way it is though. Like, uh, when you're older, you just seem like you have worse symptoms. You know. Um, but anyways, moving on. Like, uh, there. When we go back to school next semester, they're basically it's mandatory. You have to get. You have to get tested. And within the, um, you have to get tested within a week of going back to school, and you have to uh, give proof that you were tested. Like I, th- I guess you have to get like a doctor's note or something. I would like make. That. I would require a positive or, or a negative so, test result. Screw yeah. Well, yeah, tested. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm saying like, obviously, yeah, you have to be a negative test. Oh, okay. I um, thought you were saying yeah. like you have to show that you got tested at some well, point. Well, yeah. I mean, but obviously, what, <laughs> you can get what that means. Like they don't want you coming if you have COVID. Um, and then there's different, there's different constituencies, constituencies based on like um, how close you live to campus. You might have to undergo regular testing, and then if you have like a um, in-person class, which I don't think they're gonna have, judging by how bad cases are going, and based on how the uh, presidency, uh, pres- presidential race went, I think we're probably gonna see another a nationwide lockdown. Uh, in January, anyway. I'm really um, hoping so because I can't go any to any other countries. I can't spend all of my rich people money to go. Let's visit. get out. Yeah, let's get rid of this COVID crap. Visit. I'm sick of uh, it. Sick now the of real question is. Stuff. Now the real question is, can you guys give it to other people online? So uh, you better hope not. We all get. <laughs> if we all get COVID, we all know Vex affected yeah. us through this. Oh. That'd be um, awesome. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, so, but yeah, that's what, you know, we have to, I'm going to have to deal with. It's, you know, I'm hopeful that this vaccine stuff works out. I know we've had some good news with that. Um, So, yeah, let's just hope it works out. Don't leave your house. Wear your goddamn mask. It's crazy, right? It's crazy because, like, Vax lives out in the middle of uh, freaking nowhere, Utah, what are you talking Way about? He's surrounded by like so many chicks that are married to the he's same surrounded dude. by <laughs> <laughs> he's surrounded by uh desert and Mormonism, right? Yeah, that's, um, that's the thing is like I don't even go anywhere. Like I haven't went anywhere in like the last like eight, nine months, like everyone else, like most people I guess. But I still got it. Like, it's very un- it's very unlucky that you got it, but you know, that just seems to be the case is at least now. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, you know, I don't know. You can only do so much. I know you're doing the best you could, so it's not your fault or whatever. It's just, you know, it happened. But I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad your mother seems to be making recovery um, and all you. that. So, you know, I, hopefully hopefully this COVID stuff ends. Um, at least you'll get to tell uh, your children or whatever about it in the future. Or maybe if you don't have children, some random children. I just want to have some random fucking kids. He's like, hey, I survived the virus. <laughs> you'll be that one. You'll be that one creepy uncle that just 
It just kind of stays in the park. I mean, honestly, though, with as big, with as big as a pandemic as COVID has been, it kind of is to, to say you survived it is a little bit um, of a flex. kind of accomplishment. Yeah, it is a flex. Um, oh god, you know, maybe not symptoms. so much of a flex when you're maybe not so much of a flex when you're young, but still, you know, it's well, it's funny because well, it's not funny, but the first person I knew <laughs> that got it was my buddy, and he's like the same age as me skinny build like me and he literally thought he's gonna die like yeah. him oh and his girlfriend God. lived together and he could not breathe worth a shit right. like he, he was scared to go yeah. to sleep um well i've you know i've heard that viral loads has something to do with it too uh. so since you were like um not exposed so much vex maybe like you didn't get such a, a bad case of it whereas i've seen some people even being 20 years old and um, there, you—they've taken videos of them breathing with it, and it sounds like um, sounds like they're like breathing through water, basically, with how crackly their their voice is. So um, there definitely is a, a, a range for how your symptoms can be, I guess. But pretty crazy. Yeah, it's, it um, sucks. But what do you but, do? Yeah, but happy, happy oh. you're alive and well. So you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, Kai now has a new headset and it's deliberating on a new microphone. Um, you know, it's harder in Singapore to get, um, you know, certain stuff you want, especially during COVID. So, um, I don't even think so you all can the get audio COVID there, which is you have Amazon Kai. Uh, yeah, we do, but for some reason, Blue isn't shipping mics to Singapore, and so I can't get those. Uh, Unless I have a lot of Patreon money, so, you know. Jesus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but, it's like double uh, the price, basically, if you use Amazon uh, for shipping. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because obviously, like, so oh, at least you have Amazon. I know a lot of places just don't even have it, you know, so. Oh, yeah. Um, I just know, like, obviously a lot of those companies that are using Amazon to ship to you are uh, shipping from out of your country. Um, whereas here where I live, I could drive to my Amazon, uh, warehouse just in like 10 minutes or whatever. So it's kind of crazy, but, um, yeah. So all the audio feedback issues that we had last podcast should be solved from here on out and I won't have to slave away and still it won't sound good. But anyways, um, yeah, with all that said, uh, here's a pressing issue that is now facing me, um, uh, we're uh, this is kind of an awkward thing to men- uh, mention, but we're um, we're running out of money um, to fund our website and audio this software. Isn't, this isn't awkward, guys. If if you want to keep hearing this podcast and f- not feel bad about yourselves for listening to it for free, just toss us like a dollar. Yeah, um, dollar so yeah, month. we're running out of money. Um, you know, it cost a decent amount. So, you know, like the website stuff is like $20 ish, give or take a month. And then audacity is like, uh, somewhere around that range too. So normally we, you know, if we, oh yeah. Audition Adobe audition is about like $20 a month or whatever. And the reason I, uh, the reason I edit in Adobe audition is because, uh, working with so many large files in audition, especially even even with my um computer that is a pretty decently built computer with very very good specs um audition or audacity just has a hard time um editing on there editing the files uh, when they're so long 
Um, so I use Audition, which works much better. Um, so yeah, so we basically need Audition um, to keep this going smoothly. Um, so yeah, if you want to support the podcast and you enjoy listening to it, and I know there's a lot of people out there to do listen to our podcast. If you feel generous, you know, um, you can throw us a dollar, uh, even not even not even a monthly thing. You can just donate us a flat sum of any amount at our website at https colon slash slash behind the edge dot com slash donate. Um, and yeah, I'm updating that website soon, so it's going to be all fancy new. Um, but uh, it's actually yeah, behind it's... the edge podcast slash donate. Whoops. I just double checked that link for you, so you're welcome. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's behind the edge podcast dot com slash donate. So yeah, https colon slash slash behind the edge podcast dot com slash donate. Um, or if you feel like uh and well I'll get to that in a second, but if you feel like um uh donating to us on Patreon, you can donate to us on Patreon at https colon slash slash patreon dot com slash behind the edge. And if you do that you can get uh, different benefits um, on a monthly basis and also you can get the added benefit of being in our podcast discord where you can interact with us um, you can g- give us news that you've heard you can give us podcast suggestions and we'll even poll to possibly have a patron on the um, on the podcast we do that every now and then and we'll probably be doing a patron uh, a patron um, podcast episode like we did in the past which a lot of people liked yeah uh, so if you would yeah, so if you want to be on something like that, um, you do and, trust yeah, me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I think it's really fun, especially for people that um, want to get involved in something. I think it's all big fun. Um, uh, you can donate there, and you know, obviously, like I said, you don't have to donate much money. If it's a dollar, you know, whatever you want to give, we'll take. You know, just we just need enough to uh, cover our expenses of producing this podcast as well as we can um uh and yeah you know i know it's been rough the past few weeks but um now we're getting back into the swing of things especially with kai being all fully up to date now you know it it, it was a little bit of a you know jump from one host to another so we'll uh it's gonna be great now so yeah um so uh we now i have an email to read however it wasn't an email um, it was a DM to Vex or something like that because this user couldn't figure out how to log into his email. Um, <laughs> anyways, the email reads, <laughs> the email reads, howdy fellers. Oh, let me, okay. Howdy fellers. It's good to hear Kai on the podcast. I think he's a good addition to the cast. Oh, that's a weird sense. I think he's a good addition to the cast. Vex, it's nice hearing you come out of your bubble speaking more. And anyways, onto the question. What is the most positive interaction that you have had in the knife community, and what is the most negative? Thanks for providing some entertainment, and keep up the good work. P.S. It'd be cool to have some more guests in the future. Those are always very interesting episodes. Another episode with Brian Lai would be great. Zuzus, or Zuzus, however you want to say it. Um, always good to hear from Zeus. I think, um, there's, I think for most of us, uh, at least for myself, definitely, most of the negative and positive experiences have happened in the nightclub discord um, um there's a lot yeah of, like, i think really... my 
good like community stuff that goes on there, like pass arounds and things like that. That are yeah. Really good. I think my most positive interactions in the Discord and in the knife community in its in and of itself would be when um, uh, stuff like when we did when we organized and got the Discord exclusives going, and those are always very positive. Um, when I remember when the first pass rounds started going, that was an extremely positive experience. And um, another very positive experience would be, you know, like um, when uh, X Carolina, you know, many of you know him or whatever, he uh, he bought a spot for a raffle and I won it. And so I ended up giving the uh, I won a Benchmade bug out in black. And I ended up giving that to my dad. My dad still uses that knife uh, basically daily. So uh, that was a good experience. Um, negative experiences. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm a moderator for the Discord and the subreddit. So oh, I wow. ban people a lot. I ban pe- On the subreddit, I probably ban people on maybe a semi-daily basis. Is it really that bad? Um, no, no, it's not bad. That's a very small amount for as large as the subreddit it is. I mostly just ban uh, spammers. But, I oh. mean... From time to time, you do get annoying people uh, who are just being rude and stupid, and you have to ban them. Um, also, I've had, you know, uh, we've had issues with some people being very crazy, and you know, uh, you know, not to get into it, but it's just so- sometimes dealing with people, it's hard. But that's, you know, I'm going into HR, so this is just the kind of thing I love doing anyway. So it is what it is. But what about you guys? Um. I had um, um, this guy named Antec. He's in the Discord, and he's also a follower of this podcast. Yep, yep. Shout out. He's experimenting with new Anno um, finishes, and he was doing the ferric acid finish. I think I think that's the red acid, the one where I don't. I can't explain it. It's the weird ass one. Looks like electricity hit your goddamn knife. Oh yeah, Ooh. where you polish it and then yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he, um, I was asking him about it, like how he did it and stuff. And he told me, then he sent me a knife. He sent me a clone, um, was it a Shergov Neon, like the first versions. He sent me that to check it out. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. And I'm like, well, that's cool. I'll send it back. He's like, no, you can just have it. So I'm like, oh, shit, that's cool. Mm. So he just gave that me a knife. That actually reminds me. Yeah, that reminds me. When um, X Carolina, he also sent me a the discord exclusive gemini and he was like yeah it's too small for me but you know i know you've got small hands so you can just have it and i was like oh thank you yeah I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten several free knives from people in the discord i've given a few as well but it's just like if someone has something they're not using you know and and you really like it they may just send it to you to, to keep that happens sometimes i've given away i had probably four or five knives i just didn't feel like selling and just give them what because at that point someone else can enjoy it a lot more than you can and it's nice to be having conversations with people like that that you know are into knives as much as you and that are going to appreciate those a lot more than you have um, yeah i know i've sent i sent out my uh old lansky set i sent that out to a guy for free uh just for him to have and use so wow that's always fun interaction. Yeah, I've never had like one. I've never had a stick out negative interaction where it just turned me off. Like, obviously, there's gonna be stupid people. There's so many people in the hobby and on the social media that I just ignore. I'm very good at ignoring people. I don't let people get to me. Well, 
I've yeah, never Lex, been scammed. Got... You just you got to be smart with who you deal with and who you send your knives to yeah. or who you send your money to because at the end of the day, you don't you don't know anyone in this community, obviously, unless you actually meet them. But it's like that doesn't really mean anything either. You just got to be right. smart with who you deal with and how you deal with them. Yeah, there's a few people well, in there that have. I've just had bad experiences, but I'm not going to name any of them, but (laughs) I'm usually, I'm usually pretty relaxed and I I don't really dislike people for the most part, except in general, Um, but individual people I really don't hate typically, but there's, there's a couple in there. I'm just like, I I know these people, but for the Uh, most part, it's been my entire experience in the knife community has been mostly positive. That's good to hear. Uh, Personally, I guess. I, I've had plenty of good experiences, especially considering how I don't really live in the same place as a lot of people, so it's a bit hard to, to connect on the same level. Uh, but I think I've had a lot of good experiences with, especially the moderators of the Knife Club Discord. I think there was one time when I was like going through some family stuff and, and I was short on money and I wanted to get like a custom or something. And I was considering canceling my order uh, and then I think Drake, so uh, Samurai Drac on Discord, shout out to him, he kind of offered to just PayPal me like $20. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, nah, it's, it's not necessary. I'll just work overtime this week. It's, it's cool. But um, the offer was really cool. And I like talking to Frogger as well because we arrange like tiny Oceania pass arounds since we're in the same Asian region. And right. We need to have Frogger. Yeah, he's, yeah we, we completely do. He's, the Frogger? Uh, he's really nice to talk to. Yeah, Frog. Yeah. And he's like 12 Girl years old. Frog. <laughs> 12 years old from Fargo. Not even Australian. That's an Australian years. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're reverse age. They're Frog. reverse age. Frog is a very good dude. Um, he's he, um, he's he does a lot of the, of, like, um, the best people on the Discord. Oh yeah, and he does. Uh, I remember when you know before I made a moderator, people were like, "Oh, when we were talking about it, people were like, oh, Frog would never be a strict mod.'" And I actually think Frog is our strictest, one of our strictest moderators prob- on the like, Discord. When you're when you're <laughs> discussing something that's appropriate for where you're discussing at, he's really cool and really chill. Ooh. But when you're yeah. talking about something that shouldn't be discussed there yeah. in that particular place or at that particular time, like, yeah, he's going to, he, he's a good hardworking guy. And he does a lot for the, uh, the knife club discord and the community overall. And I, you know, he's, he's kind of like, you know, being in Australia, kind of like how, uh, Kai's in Singapore, you know, he's kind of far away from everybody, but he still, you know, goes out of his way to do all the ship mess with all the shipping nonsense, um, to be a part of the community. So, yeah, Frogger's a good guy, good kid. I mean, yeah. Um, in regards to having more guest hosts on the fu- on in the future, yeah, uh, Brian Lai would actually be great. I think he really enjoyed being on the uh, podcast last time he was on. So I'll try to contact him maybe, and we'll see if we can get him back. Yeah, on we need to get more guests lined up. It's, I don't know. It's just been a. Uh, I mean, it's just been a shitty well, year for schedules, right. but. We yeah. can but reach now out to more people. Now we're doing pretty good, um, especially now that we've got our new host stuff on and we've got our schedule pretty cemented now. Um, it's been going great, so I think we'll be able to do that maybe even next episode. Yeah, so Frog um, confirmed for next episode. Okay. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Is Frog in the same know. time as you, um, Kai, or no? No. he's. Oh, he's on a way different time zone? Yeah, because Singapore uh, is... He's... 
three or four hours ahead of me. Jesus. So, oh, so it's probably even better because uh, he... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so my morning is going to be his midday. Yeah, so it might be better for Frog uh, time-wise, maybe. Although, I think for Kai, it's pretty fine for him in the morning since since this is like at 8 a.m. for him, he can get it out of the way uh, early in his day. It's crazy. It's crazy, though. That so, you know, it's still hard to wrap my mind around that we're having a podcast and you're literally the next day. In but, the future. You know. The future. the future. How is it over there? Probably no different than over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. same shit. Um, same shit. But um, actually getting to the podcast, um, going on to Carrie's Dex, what you carrying? Oh, uh, whole haptic. I didn't actually leave the house today, so that's You've just been what... carrying that a lot. Didn't you carry that last time? Got that trade uh, bait. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, if you want it, five grand. Five grand, man. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past someone to buy it for five grand. Yeah, People are crazy. Yeah, this is a family, or you cover the fee. There's some um, obsessed people out there. Well, yeah, friends and family for a five grand. Knife. <laughs> I said, or oh, you cover no. the fee. Bank would, wire. I, if you want to pay 150 dollars in PayPal fees, you go right ahead. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> PayPal's greedy as shit. Yeah, but also like, be fair, if a you're lot paying five thousand dollars on something. Paying five thousand dollars on something, then you know, tax anyways. <clears throat> I think it'd be funny to buy something for five grand, and my bank to call me and be like, "What's this PayPal?" Well, you only have five grand 5, in your account. Why are you buying one? Yeah, thing? Like, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you think that most people would have five grand in their accounts? Man, yeah. I only got two hundred dollars. Doing better than <laughs> I am. Do it. <laughs> We're all okay. Broke here. Um, today I'm carrying, I carried the real still metamorph. Um, now, so I've been cooking a lot lately. So all of my pocket knives get reserved for, uh, opening meat packages. That's, that's all they get used for now. Respectable. I use that to open up meats, uh, which is more than what they used to be used for. Um, anyway, uh, so I guess that's good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like carrying the metamorph just because it's just a good all-around knife. I carry it a lot. I'm sure I've said it like half the podcast episodes. I think if, if it were slightly thinner, it would be perfect. <clears throat> slightly thinner? It's so thin already. It's like it, maybe you it's mean just behind the it's edge? so like boxy. I don't know. I'm not talking about the blade. I'm talking about like the overall knife. Really? You think it's thick? It's like know. it's like boxy. I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of it, like the shape of it. But it, everything else about the knife is just incredible. What? It's probably one of the best sub-dollar knives out there. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um, Jake? I uh, didn't go out much today either, but I've been playing with the Spyderco Paizan a lot lately. So that's How is that? It's exceptional, and I would tell everyone to get one, but I don't think they've been in stock in a while. Well... Oh well, I guess. Yeah. I I, I feel like uh, that knife definitely did have a, have a lot of hype about it when it first came out. A lot of people uh, didn't I, like I, it. I I love it. <laughs> it's I, well, amazing you know, to me. I haven't heard about it in a long time actually. They haven't. Like, uh, they I, haven't been. They haven't been around much, well, which is so bizarre. I don't. I what do people not like about it? Discontinued. Um. It and they're not entirely wrong. It's a little thick behind the edge. Um. The well, stock thickness is pretty. It's like point one five, but it's it's a flat grind and it's is that called a saber grind when it's only part yes. of the blade yeah 
So it's the we saber ground. Blade. Well, it's like it's the. Just, um, it's not. It's like the what was it the uh, the other the Nirvana Resenti, yeah the Nirvana exactly um, I think it it probably cuts better than I really haven't had any complaints about it but I have heard have heard of a lot of other people having issues I don't with it. know I mean I don't really cut I know people like the Nirvana I guess maybe the I guess maybe people might not like it as much because you know at least the Nirvana had kind of a cool crazy uh, scale design on it I guess so. But the thing I didn't like about the Nirvana was like the acid wash, or whatever it was. Yeah, this is the, the uh, this is a much much nicer nice overall finish like knife, and it's it's just it's thin, it's pretty light, it's integral. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to these going up in price, and then me selling it for two grand in a year. <laughs> well, you know, no, I expected uh, it just... to be discontinued um, this year, honestly, because they haven't had it in stock in so long. But they didn't, so I'm guessing there's more. Uh, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll discontinue it eventually. Don't say that. Um, yeah, I don't think they can discontinue uh, that fast. But everyone should go get know. one if you don't have one. Go find one. You know, you know how Spiderco is. Everything's on the chopping block if it comes from Tai Chung. Freaking believe they got rid of the Swish Bowie. Well, that, I'm guessing it wasn't as popular when they discontinued it, and now everyone's like. Just yeah. going nuts over it. Oh, I know people <laughs> People are probably coming up with uh, conspiracy theories about how this was planned to artificially inflate the uh, the secondary price in the Swish Billy. No, yeah, like Spider Cook gives they, a they shit could probably that. drop it again nowadays at like 600 bucks and then they, they would buy it. People would still buy the thing. Well, yeah. I know the buoy was, um, you know, it was like. Uh, hyped mainly because of Nick Shabazz I know when I was uh, man and that's crazy how you know how many years ago that was he has more power than he should I will say that I think he recommends well he's got a monopoly some of them are really good but I don't know He's got almost a monopoly on uh, the knife YouTubers right like he's the one Uh, he's the superior he's like the PewDiePie of uh, knife YouTubers right like that's just how it is and it's funny because it's not even his job so his work ethic's just ridiculous (laughs) So that's like, crazy. Everyone else that does <laughs> well, it full time, you're slacking. I just think, I'll give, I think job. his biases and his jaded opinions are just well, a little too heavy handed for me. But it's I'll give Shabazz this though. He's definitely I mean, when you think about how he does his reviews, he's he's got it down to a T on how he's made it almost like a production line. Right, like he and he he's does his production quality isn't amazingly high. He's been doing the same type of videos for a long time, which is kind of crazy um, because like he records off of an iPhone uh, that's hanging above a you know on a tripod style uh, mount, and um, I think he has his own microphone he records off of, and yeah, then he just reads the script iPhone, off yeah. of he he re- he reads off of a script on an iPad. Yep. And every video is the same, you know, same desk, same everything. You know, he does a few different, I think he does a few different personal cutting tests, which aren't, aren't really like, you know, they're not like a, uh, they're not like something like Cedric I, and Ada where it's like I, a real cut test. I don't trust test. his opinion on blades at all. <laughs> you right. Cut, you I'm just going to be honest. Paper. From, from yeah, steel to geometry, I just trust yeah. nothing he says about the blades. Honestly, um, I don't know. What were you saying? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just about to say, I think uh, what Jake said is pretty important because um, you get a lot of misinformation when you only have one person on right. uh, one person's opinions. And the thing is, his opinion is from his standpoint, which is, you know, like light use, EDC. But mostly kept in those cases, 
yeah, yeah. In in those cases, you won't be using it yeah. to, to actually do any work. You know, it's more of a convenience thing. Um, the same way, uh, if you look at his watches and stuff, yeah, cool. Yeah. They're they're fancy, urban carry stuff, but uh, you're not gonna really have a good position to talk about cutting performance. Like, right. but someone who say works in a in a box. Uh, packaging facility or something, or even like yeah. Eat from Cedric yeah. Outdoors, who does like extensive. Yeah, testing. yeah. You want performance? Like, go look at his know, videos. I don't think it's like Shabazz's fault, you know, that he oh, no, got I'm not, so yeah, popular. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying no, 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 his, no, no, no. He his views are very niche, and I think people take them too broadly. Oh yeah, that's the that's the fundamental problem is people his fans are sick of fans. What you want to call them? They take his word as objective, and right. he's a biased but, human being like everyone else. Another problem yeah. with that is that there has never been another knife YouTuber that has stuck out so much like him, you know? Like, uh, and I maybe that's because the hobby is so niche, but um, it's just, it's maybe it's, and I also think maybe it's because um, there isn't, there hasn't been anyone with a unique personality like his well, I think, to come out. I think it's just because he's know. so consistent. Like, he uploads yeah, no, all yeah. the time. Like, there's been a lot yeah, of knife reviewers, like but the they're not consistent thing. like him. It's it, well, yeah, y'all know yeah. from the podcast. It's stupid difficult to like stick to something like this, right? Where you're not, which, well, which he is. To be fair, he is getting probably a damn good chunk of money back from this. But when you're not getting any money from it, and it does, it's not like a forced thing. You're not counting on it. You're not relying on it. It's difficult to put forth that effort. So he has gotten to that point where, you know, he can, he probably gets a decent chunk of income from mm. YouTube. At least in the Patreon, mostly. I don't think he gets a huge amount. But between that and his Patreon, I think he gets enough to at least fund his Oh, the Patreon helps him way more than his YouTube earnings, because I don't think he... He probably makes... No, no, no. I I, I didn't mean like a hundred dollars a month. Money in general. I I just meant money from the channel, like from various places. I think his YouTube channel probably gives him enough money to kind of like um, uh, maintain his own channel, right? Um, But... Yeah, I think his Patreon helps him a lot more. And, you know, like I said, it's not his fault that he got so he got so popular. It's just that yeah, he's, sure. you know, consistent. He, he's, yeah. He's and unique. he's also been branching out a lot lately because he, he's been regularly, like, Twitch streaming and stuff like that now. He's, he's been he jumping into a lot of He market himself really well. And then, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't mind him. Like I said, like, I think he's, um... Well, he got me into knives, great, you know? I think he's a great source for um, a lot of newer people that get into knives, honestly. I really think he is. Oh, yeah. If, if you're you getting just need started, to separate yourself from him with your opinions. That's yeah. the fundamental problem. You, his, you can't his, abase his opinions as objective facts. His best thing, though, is that, you know, there aren't many videos out there uh, in the knife YouTube world that can showcase knives like he does, you know, because a lot of... Uh, I mean, I know Jake's does, but Jake, obviously, you're not very consistent. <laughs> Dude, I haven't uploaded. I literally, I looked at my YouTube thing the other day. I have 16800 comments, and I'm just like, I don't. Like, <laughs> do you know how draining that um, would be to go through and answer this? Yeah. And I, I, for a long time, I was very, even when I wasn't uploading, I was like, okay, I'll at least answer these people. But I mean, mm. what's odd is my views haven't really slowed down at all. But I haven't uploaded in how, maybe this year at all. I'm not positive. It's been, a, it's been a long time. It's <laughs> yeah. just so draining to... No, to yeah, make. it's hard. Well, I, yeah. I know you've got, like, a full-time job and everything, so it's hard, you know, especially, you know, and everyone's got, especially with COVID, it's been different. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just, 
It's it's crazy. So what were we yeah, talking if, about? You know, what was what were we talking about? That's what I was trying to Harry's. think. I was like, how do I say? <laughs> we I was like, well, how do I segue this back? Jake was talking back? about his freaking um, okay. oh Anyways, my God. yeah, Kai, what are you care? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. Um, we're gonna drag it out even longer. I forgot. Um, where we I'm carrying. <laughs> I'm carrying the Vitnized Divergent. Vit is a Russian maker from uh, somewhere in Russia. I can't remember where, but he. <laughs> Uh, he's not taking any orders for the next two years, and I managed to hunt one down from a sketchy Russian knife site. Very distinctive uh, guys. Yeah, it only took it only took one one month to get here, so that's fine. It's like a month and a half. Uh, I'm very happy with it. It's a it's a very nice knife. His knives are yeah, cool as shit. What's up? His knives are really cool, but they're like unattainable uh, unless you go on weird Russian websites like Kai. Do it. <laughs> Do is it. it just me or do like most Russian knives kind of share an aesthetic? Yes. Uh, they do. Yeah. They like this one looks a bit like uh have you guys heard of this Russian maker? His name's Justice. Justice Knives. He does uh like custom one offs. Uh there was a really cool one. Wait, let me go look for it. I mean I can see not... like some Shirogorov in here. That's not just uh exclusive to Russian. Oh no, knives, I'm not though, saying Jake. that it I mean, is. Look I'm at, just look at, it's, um... it's, it's like oh, yeah, design language similarities. Look at like um, South Africa. That's another big one. Yeah, yeah. Hey. What I noticed with Russian makers is over. they like really big knives, and they like the scales to be really thick and like have palm swells because they're big also, knives. And I think they're just big people. <laughs> they hate it. Yeah. Well, you could Russian knives. Uh, Russian knives to me always look like chef knives. Like they should be. They're always in like very kitchen. like um, what do you call it? streamlined. <laughs> They look like steak knives, yeah, they're, right? They're, they're uh, wait, I'm sending, I'm sending one in. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Um, a lot of them share roughly the same design aesthetic, but they always bring something new to the table themselves. This, uh, um, and I will say this. This is hideous, I, I will say this, though. It looks, the, the silhouette's <laughs> gorgeous. It looks cool. Yeah, because this was a, a custom one-off, and the guy just said, like, go for some Star Wars shit or something like that. Right. I don't know. Um, I think that despite what people may think about Russian makers and how hard it is to communicate and stuff, they're usually really nice. I think some of the nicest makers I've talked to come from. I've never um, had any issues with any of the makers I have spoken to. Yeah. This this knife Um, that you showed us looks a lot like. um, uh, What's his name? Unkovsky. Check. Unkovsky. Yeah, I could see yeah. why you would say that because it's kind of the uh, well, he does like similar like engraving, and he kind of yeah, the, he's the, got the laser engraving. Yeah, so. yeah. I think this looks like a millet torrent had sex with an Ankovsky, and then does the, <laughs> the right. blade, the cut out exactly like right. handle shape. Yeah, it's, actually, it's no, really you're exactly right. I like it though. I just don't like the Star Wars. It looks part. like a it looks like a Cheryl one uh, eleven. How the hell do you remember that? That's like remembering ZT models. It's, I, all uh, I know is it's the long boy. It's the, the pocket sword. That's the one it looks like. Yeah. Cool yeah, stuff. This and the guy who did the engraving. Um, you should check out his Instagram when you get a minute. It's 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 terrible. Wow. <laughs> oh god. Um, I'd like to move on to news, and I'll let you all take the news away. I think that's always the best to get you all talking. Um, to, uh, so the first give, give um, the news. line of news is uh, another Shirogorov F3NS variant. These are sick. 
which is basically just a F3R, but the F3NS is like they have the Ooh, shadow box pretty. scales, meaning like the titanium of the it titanium scale is bigger than the carbon fiber scale, basically. But these are in different colors. They have the purple carbon fiber. They have like the shit brown, and they have the <laughs> blue. <laughs> I hate anything. <laughs> Let's be honest. I, I hate don't brown. Get the purple one, you're an idiot. The blue's okay. Yeah, but the brown is terrible. The purple's the best one. The brown. And I love blue. We've got all so the. Bad. We've got all the bright colors. You know, we've got purple, blue, shit. Yeah, it's like okay. <laughs> all the colors. They could have had like that green because they've done green before. Red. That reminds me, my Let's friend, my friend, when my best friend when we were in high school and he was 16, he um, he his dad had brought him and uh my friends and I to go car shopping uh, when they were like, he was looking for his first car. And my friend was being very, very, um, he was just very irritated. He was irritable with like the car decisions that he, his dad was giving him. And um, his dad was like, well, fine, I'm just going to get you a Ford Ranger. He's like, what color you want? And my friend was like, shit brown, dad. <laughs> and, Did he really get him a shit brown Ford Ranger? No, his oh. dad was nicer than that. Uh, he should I, have, I though. I, I, to this <laughs> day, I still kid. think his dad should have gotten him a brown, yeah, a shit brown ranger. Shit um, brown. Which, as we, I, if you're not American, which some of our listener, listeners aren't, or if you're maybe from a part of the, or if you're younger, maybe, and you just haven't seen many Ford Rangers, it's just a little crap, it's a really crappy mini truck. Um, they last forever, uh, some of them. They did last forever. Um, they did bring. They brought it back. They brought it back originally in Australia, and now it's back in the U.S. and it's actually a decent new truck. But you know, it's like a poor man's Tacoma. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I w- yeah. <laughs> They're tiny. Um, it. It's it's like a mini truck. It's it's you know. It looks like somebody took nice. a truck and then chopped off part of the bed, and they're like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, it's a small truck, but yeah, that's a funny little story. Yeah, these uh, but. Going back, these uh, Shergorovs, they look nice. It reminds me of something. If you know Jetty, I feel like Jetty is, would buy one of these. Jetty yeah, probably already there. has owned like four things that look like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Shergorovs just change the materials. Then yep. they bring out like a new design once every ten years. But you know, everybody everybody loves Shiro, so well, they're like, great knives. You know, I have a few. I've had like a few, and they're great. But I mean, they definitely figured out what they like to make. So. Right. Yeah, they make the same thing in different sizes. Um, Alliance Design Mini Slim Pickens. This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. I'm, 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 I'm going to let y'all talk in a minute, but listen here. First off, the Slim Pickens is already <laughs> too fucking small. And look at this awful use of handle space. They just have like a one-inch like fucking useless area up there. You can't do anything. You could put your finger and slip up on the blade and cut your finger off, but you don't want to do that. So they're like, you know what, let's take this shitty knife that's too small for anyone with a decent sized hand to fit and make it fucking tinier. Jesus. Well, this is shit. You shouldn't have done this now, alliance. Make a fucking decent sized knife. 3.152 inch on the original, if you're wondering. No, we had we had an alliance uh, whatever yeah, for it, a pass it around, was right? not that good. Now that that knife was cool, Until uh, you but a little crappy. Until you put it in your hand. Well, yeah. <laughs> That knife, had a dumb, it, huh? that knife had a dumb um, spike at the back of at the, the heel of the That's blade. What I'm saying. I don't at, think though. they care about ergonomics, and for most people, they're just going to fidget with it anyway. But um, well, personally, I look at this thing. Uh, look, and they're wait. So what, this 
let's see, you say mini slim pickens, um, and this is their uh, grape jelly variant. Which, <laughs> I love the color. I mean, the color name. Uh, yeah, name is I do great. like it's it's very nice name. I actually like this knife uh, in looks. Um, it might not be very. I, let's see how how big is it? The original one's three point one two five. This one, so I have no idea. They don't they don't say. Um, it says pricing is going to range from mid three hundreds and up, so it's uh it's pricey for what it is. The original with S thirty five. Looks um, like a Pilar. I think it was S thirty five Vienna. Was it N three ninety? This says L Max uh, is what they're doing oh, for this. Okay. So there's ten variants uh, of that model. Holy yeah. shorts! So ten different colors, God. I assume, for the. Um, but I mean, it looks. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the um the CRKT uh. Whatever it also, is. Also, let's Pilar, talk about Pilar. how this knife should yeah, be a yeah, damn yeah. thumb stud, and instead they have the most useless vestigial flipper tab on there. Um, what knife are you talking about? Look. The god-awful flipper the sl- tab on it. The slim oh, picture. It's, tiny. Like, it's a fucking microscopic I flipper tab. I gotta find a different look picture. At, look to... at the second picture of the grape jelly, and you can kind of see it. <laughs> it's super I mean, small. people like that, because... Uh, I guess... I, I personally don't like tiny well, flippers, because I, I think they're them. just terrible. Do you... Do you remember the alliance? Whatever we had, um, CMF got something. I, I can't remember the name of it or whatever, but uh, it had a tiny flipper as well. So maybe that's just alliance's thing is the tiny flippers. Or we had the what's it called? That, that sounds unmemorable. It was. Conquest. Don't Conquest. Even the damn name of it. Conquest. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I think mean, I think um, it's one of those knives that just has that novelty factor, just because it's a a button lock flipper. And no, yeah, I do, I do like that it's a button lock flipper. I mean, at least like you don't Jake have to said, use the, the design flipper. is objectively stupid because that large flat spot it's is dumb. I hate yeah. it when they, that's a waste of blade. Oh. I understand button locks. I need, I guess they need to have that choil so that. That's fine. If there was a full blade, it would hit the freaking button lock. So it needs to have a choil. But the blade, the handle somehow. right here is garbage. But it looks cool though. The knife looks good though. It's just like if you start picking it, you realize how kind of a bad of a design um, it is. I think this is probably a knife that's bad for people like Jake who've got giant fat, you know, hot dog <laughs> fingers or whatever. Shrek hands. You're fucking <laughs> about them. <laughs> but, um, no, but I, I, you know, for people honest, like me that's I got even tiny little pencil tiny fingers. Hands, with the regular version, you might be okay, but this mini, do you really think you're going to be able to fit like a good amount of your hand on that? I couldn't you sell. can't use twenty five percent of the handle as it is. I couldn't yeah, tell way you. Too Maybe. Can I just say it's I hate the new trend of everyone wanting like three different sizes of every knife? Like, just make everything over three point five or under two point five. I mean, here's the reason they do that though, Vex, is because a lot of their buyers are repeats, right? So, uh, you know, when they make a mini, they, that's a big thing, right? You make a knife, you make come out with a brand new design, right? Yeah, that was a it small sells, versions of it. It sells like crazy. So the first thing you do is you say, okay, well, let's make this 25% smaller and call it the mini. And the same people who bought the first knife will buy that knife. And your, your sales will go through the roof. You'll make basically another profit just from that you know see that's why i respect crk so much because people have been bitching about a medium-sized crk or a sabenza forever and they just tell you to go buzz off basically <laughs> i respect that well, need to do there's shit. a large sabenza, sabenza which is to my, in my opinion it's on the bigger side but i would consider it large i would still consider then the small sabenza small you want big, shit go to like the Omnimson. 
Yeah, exactly. But like, I love just how everyone's like, "Dude, we need a medium with Benzo." And they're like, "Yeah, go uh, go fuck yourself." Basically, like that's never gonna happen. <laughs> like you're gonna buy our knives and you're gonna shut your mouth, and that's what's gonna happen. So, I respect it. Okay, next right. one, and then I'm gonna let y'all have these next these next ones because I don't want to talk about this. The MBK Slayback, which is the best fucking knife name <laughs> ever. Holy shit. Uh, Isn't it crazy how, I don't know, like, I think the blade's cool. I think the, the ratio's shit. I just think it's funny how Monterey Bay Knives <laughs> has made the same goddamn knife, pretty much. It's not All Monterey Conico, Bay, basically. okay? It's Ray Laconico. And he just keeps giving them stuff, and they're like, yep, we'll make that one, and that one, yeah, and that Le- one. Yeah, Laconico just sends them in a different blade shape, and they're like, all right, we're going to put it in the exact no, same handle. They make it different sizes, and he changes we're make a the new opening knife. mechanism. Yeah. Let's move the flipper to the back. Let's move same it to the top. Let's it's like the same shit over and over. Like, okay, I get it. Like, if you like that design already, the neutral handle, like, that's awesome. This is the best thing for you, but it's like, they made a whole goddamn company <laughs> I just like, like three different I knife think this is a better version of the EWC. And by better, I mean it looks fucking cool. I think it looks it's, cool. It's shit. cool. It it's does. a you know, it's yeah. like a one cliff uh, blade. And with a, is such oh, it's a, a double D10 slip joint. It's not even a goddamn. No, like I said, what? the EWC. That's the only knife I've tried by Monterey Bay, and I loved it. I, right. I had to sell it unfortunately, but this one will definitely be. Because I wanted one of the Micarta EWCs, and apparently they came out, and I just didn't fucking hear about it. I don't know. Their release is, like, really bizarre with those. Um, but, yeah, this one, this one's going to be good. This one's going to be bought. It looks, it looks very cool. I, I'm sure it'll be popular. They're all very popular. Yeah, their knives sell really well, but I just think... Yeah. I'm not a fan of the double D-toint... D, double D-temp... What's I, it called? Have you played Flip with points? one? Yeah, I have one, and it's just like... The second you try to like poke something, it's gonna close on your fingers. Oh, it won't. Uh, so well, if, unless uh, you're I mean, I've never <laughs> used one, but I have heard. You remember we when we had Brian on the podcast? I think he said the same thing that Vex was saying, where uh, he's almost lost a finger to it, or maybe it was Will Parsons. It was Will. That. Will did. I think Will, Will did yeah. himself with the one that I actually have. Okay, maybe. You're, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, I, I but believe I, that. I didn't have any issues. Then again, I don't go around stabbing shit much. The only thing I like stab into is usually like food bags, like dog food bags, something like that. If you're, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but if you pull back on that knife at all, if you go to pull it up, it's gonna slice your damn fingers off. Like, yeah. so you just gotta be careful, which you should be with knives mm-hmm. anyway, but. Just be more careful. And then you can own this a knife called the Slayback, which is just It's amazing. cool. That's a cool name. I think the it's blade's cool. cool. I just think it's hilarious. I love time. it so much. Also, what do you think, Kai? Would you do you say anything about it? Huh? I think it looks like a little pruning knife. <laughs> That's it. Like a what? Oh, a little pruning knife. Like a little pruning knife. You know oh, the yeah. ones that they, they cut like mushrooms and shit with? Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's well, cool. Uh, it looks cool. Yeah. It's gonna it slay cool. some fucking mushrooms. <laughs> I respect it. Was, it was, Let's slay some fucking mushrooms as well. All right, let's talk about something um something cool. <laughs> this is very cool. Isn't, do any of right, y'all want to lend me a thousand dollars? Didn't Sheer Sheer just got one today? Are you fucking kidding um, me? So we're yeah, talking yeah, about he the got Sharp Design ever. Tempest, which is um, his newest model, which Probably is the best one either... he's ever made, apart from the Voyage honestly so the very first one he made. I did not like it all. I thought it was plain as shit. But that's how all of his knives well, are for the first ones. Like he goes like yeah, you know he's gonna go like, in nuts. It's with like it. his 
it's like his prototype, you know, yeah. when he does stuff like that. It's like his prototype. Watch this next I already know he's going to do some big brain stuff with this. Us. For for a maker, uh, I got to give credit to Brian Nadu for blasting out knives like crazy, uh, especially with new designs and stuff like that. He bla- he seems like he blasts them out. His designs um, are just... It's so weird because, like, he has his own design language, obviously, but it's... It's, there's a lot of his knives are just different, but you all know it's his knives because like the, the only thing that so, looked yeah. like it's super so different was the yeah. void. It's probably the most like outlandish. Yeah, yeah the design. void was definitely different, but you look at it and you're just like, so oh, that's tell. his design. This, this one's like, yeah. this one's definitely fucking him, and they just added front flipper. His design language oh, cool. is very him. Like it's you can look at a knife and say, oh, that's a. Uh, sharp by design knife um this one's awesome with the front flipper i love it i'm glad he did it i bet it feels great with the way he does his detent system i don't think you would like it because um, it's a four inch blade yeah it's a big boy oh that's a that's... i would like it i like big knives um i like all sizes of knives really <laughs> uh not a size but, queen. but um it looks great uh i i really liked um uh, Shear actually had we, he did like a little mini pass round I think of one of his um, what was it called one of his um, his knives um, and I really liked that one of the full customs I think it was a typhoon um, yeah it was a typhoon I and was not I liked impressed it. with the finishing on that it was like really acid washed which I hated but overall the knife was great well I yeah. But from what I understood when Shear told me about that knife is that was to the specifications of the uh, first customer who ordered that knife. Yeah. And when they ordered it, they were like, go, they were like acid wash absolutely everything. Oh, God. And so, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't uh, – the problem with that knife was is that you weren't getting an amazing, you know um, – Experience because even the detent track was acid washed, so it was always going to be. It was always going to be. Dip the whole rougher. goddamn knife in acid. Yeah, it really was. No. One of these I just wanted black. Everything <laughs> black. Now I did try. You know, Vex sent me his um, mini typhoon or micro typhoon, whichever one it was, um, and that was awesome. Obviously, that wasn't custom by him, but that you know is his I design. Had, um, I had a void, and then Frogger let me try his Evo typhoon. And his his design, like you were saying, but executed by Riot was it, it was great. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he just is a great designer. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I don't know. He does he does good work. Uh, this knife is huge. Obviously, I know he'll probably make different size variants and profit tremendously off of it. This is gonna sound kind of weird. I I love most of, especially the Void XL. I'd love to get one of those. I'd love to get one of these, but they just seem a little on the expensive side to me for what. I'm now. I'm sure the price is completely justified, but I I, I don't know. I just I just don't see myself. It's just so competitive um, now. <clears throat> I think uh, for what he does and the designs uh, that he and the finishing and all that that goes on these knives, I think they're priced fairly for what they are. Because when I look at, I don't know, there are other knives that I see that are way overpriced and I feel like there's less reason for it. Like a, like a Grimsman Norseman. I'm like, uh... Oh, it's kind of oh, overpriced for what it is. It's probably one of my favorite knives, going to be honest. Like, I carry it probably yeah. most of everything right now. It is not worth $900. But, oops. <laughs> not <laughs> my knife. But when you, uh, when you 
when you look at like all of the detail that's in his uh, in his knives with the finishing and the CNC work, you know, all these tiny little little diamond chisels he puts into the scales and stuff like that. Uh, there's definitely it's a lot a one of man work operation there. too. So I that's, think part yeah, of what bothers, money. Just what bothers me with it, like the idea of dropping a grand on one of his customs, is I know there's a very high likelihood he's going to do a production version of it. He said 2021, if, if everything goes well. Uh, wait, of the Tempest? That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you shouldn't me? He's looking, uh, he's looking, wait, let me check the time. Mid-2021-ish. If did, they have a good production. Did he say what size? Nope. If, if uh, it's, it's 3.5 or more, I'm going to fucking eat that shit up. Oh my <laughs> god, that'd be amazing. I think it's worth... It's very well worth the price, considering how he does his own R&D. I, I do want to clarify, little, I, I wasn't necessarily, because you and Echo both hit it from the same point, so I think I might have misspoken. I'm not saying that they're not worth the price, I'm just saying I personally have a hard time like sitting there and going, okay, I'm going to spend $1,000 oh, on well, a yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I've never it's spent $1,000 on a knife. Well, I, you know, I'm not, so. I'm I wouldn't not either. <laughs> talking about the price in general, I just mean from him, because like I said, there's going to be a $300 production version probably. And it's going to be yeah. not quite as good, but it's going to be 90% as good, and I'm going to feel a lot less bad about beating it up. Oh, yeah. Well, same for me. I wouldn't just... I wouldn't buy his customs just because I couldn't afford it, but I definitely think they're awesome, and I like to see them because I know there's a decent chance it'll go to Riot for uh, production. Yeah, he loves Riot. Yeah. That's because they do good shit. Uh, yeah, that's good work. Yeah, they do good. They do, I think he likes them a lot because they do do his designs justice. Um, I can't believe he got them to make the defense system. Oh yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, exactly. They do his designs justice, and you know, I I bet he probably gets a good margins from them and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, that's the thing. Is like I I think there's a good chance that they're gonna go uh, to production and you'll get that. Twenty one, let's go. Yeah. Hopefully. So that's a cool knife. Uh, I think. Yeah, there's a lot of flair to him as well, uh, especially in the customs compared to something made by Riyadh. So. Yeah, he yeah. he does. Like his customs are very uh, outlandish, or they can be. They're they're really cool. He did one that was like a tricolor snowflake pattern late last year. Oh, that was I that probably took so, so long to freaking anno. Dude, I, I guarantee <laughs> yeah. it did, but it looked amazing. Yeah, I love that. But people are like, "That's gaudy." I'm like, "It is gaudy," but it's like the fact that he did that is ridiculous. I don't mean to interrupt y'all, but, <laughs> but it's remember the Spider Co Pochi? So it yeah. finally dropped. I was looking yeah. at it because I want to buy one, but I don't have the money for it. And uh, it's an S forty five VN. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, it's um still garbage though. So it's not it's though. But you're wrong. <laughs> it's okay, Vex. You can keep buying the same knife over and over. Um, hey man, Second Knives, which is apparently Wii's new budget brand, which I thought Civivi was already their budget brand. It's Civivi's budget brand. <laughs> it's a budget <laughs> brand of a budget brand. It's like the child, the child. <laughs> Child company with another child company. Yeah, this. Uh, oh, interesting. I, understand it. I think they're rebranding a little bit. Is the way they're doing this, right? So, Sencut knives are going to be their dedicated entry level label, right? With Sencut will be the good, and then Civivi is better, and we is the best, right? So, what this means is they might be basically making uh, their own knives, we more premium right they might come at more premium prices and Civivi might broaden their market a little bit more expensive than they are and then Sencut will take the budget the very budget uh, label right what confused uh, me though is 
like they're using the same materials that Civivi oh. has been using. Well, this is, that's, that's what kind of goes into what I was saying. My hypothesis on that is that Civivi is going to be getting better. Kind of an I, yeah, it's going to be better. I, just, why it just, is it marginalized? It I don't know. Like Civivi, I think everyone was a little skeptical when they came out, and then they were just great. Like the execution mm. on them is fantastic, but yeah. now they're introducing this cheaper, cheaper oh. brand, and like. Are these going to be as well, good at that price, or are they going to be know trash? Why, or? You know how I think they're um, distinguishing them now. This is what this is my hypothesis. So, we knives, the premium brand, are made by adults, right? So <laughs> oh made by like Teenagers. ten years old to like fourteen years old. It's for your toddler. Sika is like grades like kindergarten. You're like four years old to like wow. eight years old. <laughs> they're doing everything there. They're doing um, the heat treat. They're doing the grind. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Put steel in the, the charcoal board. <laughs> I'm not sure what the branding stuff is, but this isn't that much different than Spiderco having like its bird, and then its Chinese factories, and then its know, golden I, factories. And but we gotta assume these are all in the factories. same factory. I'm sure. It just bothers me that they came I, out. They're like, it, we have a budget brand. I'm like, y'all have had a budget brand. Yeah, but we have well, another, one. another budget brand. <laughs> this also, is possibly. It's so. It sounds weird to say. Civivi's already is, like um, hard enough to remember. This Civivi? is possibly. Yeah, I think this is possibly a side effect of we getting so big, and I think that's yeah. I think that's probably what it is. Is I do we find it funny been, that they're not moving up, and because they don't want to even try to compete with Riyadh, they're like, let's just keep going down. <sighs> Well, that's probably where a lot of the me. money is. They have like oh, a yeah, few sure. hundred employees, though. Then Riot has like yeah. last, last time I checked, Riot has like forty employees. Well, I guarantee like they're selling a hell of a lot more of these than Riot selling anything of theirs. Oh yeah, these these guys sell way more than Riot. Both these designs right. are fucking boring, though. These. Yeah, but most um, budget it kind of reminds are. me. It kind of reminds me of uh, when Kaiser started making. Yeah, uh, the Tengrim line. Yeah, yeah, and then the Tengrim line just kind of fucking died. Uh, <laughs> That's because had, like, regular six... Kaiser was already mediocre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they had six. They they came out with six designs, and they started a whole sub branch of the company for that. Oh, the and then, imagine how much money they put into that. And then they just, I just like, think five Chinese. Years. I think Chinese companies are just terrible at marketing. They're just terrible. Like they nah, just need to hire I, someone good at marketing. No, some. You know some the of worst them are part really is really good at it. What? You know what the worst part is? It's only available on Amazon. This is literally the same <laughs> as uh, Kaiser and Tengrim. Because since there's no there's no proper marketing for it, you can't really advertise. Well, to be honest, they're, they're, if they sold it to a regular retailer, they probably couldn't sell them at that cheap of a price because they still want to make profit off of them. And if they're still using oh. D two or nine eight or nine CR, um, and G ten like. Just switch to FRN and fucking sell it at Play HQ. Yeah. This is these were the exact same materials as the start of Civivi yeah. when they had like the the three. But they the were charging like Nadra. sixty bucks. These were like thirty dollars. I'm I'm wondering. It's, I'm really wondering where they're cutting corners at. Like something's got to be. The backlash. The the old school G10 backlash. It's only forty two dollars as well. So it's was it really it's honestly like. Yeah, on on Blade HQ it's forty two fifty, and on Amazon it's uh, it's, wait, well it doesn't ship. These me, use ceramic bearings. But... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's literally the same. CRKT's, <laughs> it's no different if from this the takes off, CRKT's dead. 
JKT's <laughs> been dead for a while. I don't know. What no, CRKT <laughs> always has the big makers. That's the thing. They rely so them. fucking so heavily dumb. on their designs. They're like, hey, you could pay fifteen dollars for this knife from us, or like fifteen hundred from the maker. Hey Rogers, I'll make um twenty thousand of of your knives with good margins. Like it's a no brainer, <laughs> and they're all gonna sell. These knives cost us three fifty to make, and we sell them for about thirty bucks. Yeah, kind of number one. China, it's America, ridiculous. America made. Who put this next knife in there? Who did that? Uh oh, the clip. That that was me. So Jesus. this is. Jesus I only put this in here to shit on it. This looks so fucking stupid, and oh, as if we God. need another locking mechanism. Oh, dude oh, just comes okay, along and he's like, "Hey, look at my new lock." Okay. No. Uh, I was. I just watched the Kickstarter video for this just now. <laughs> Um, and this is called the clip lock knife and basically it's a knife where the lock is the clip the pocket clip so it's a tip down carry clip obviously you can't obviously you can't change the clip over um, because it's (laughs) the lock so yeah uh, but basically the way the lock works is it's kind of like a button lock but the lock instead of being the button it's the clip the problem being very obvious with this uh is that it's a tiny piece of wire uh, yeah it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a wire, wire clip, clip like spider. it's a tiny tiny piece of wire uh that's your lock of the blade and i just had a thought so you know how so when you grip a knife like because it looks like it has to be pushed downward like towards the the edge of the blade what yeah, if it, it like, like rotates in. in your hand a little bit when you're cutting? Would it just unlock the knife and like close on your fingers? Um, possible. Well, when I watched the video, it looks like it doesn't. It looks like when it closes, it closes more like a slip joint. I, I think like, that's it, just because it's poorly made. But yeah, I, I know I saw what you're talking know. about. Um, obviously, even... you can see the the uh, plunge is horrible on the knife. Um, the design is a horrible plunge. Kind of shit. Well, I mean, it's you know, a cheap it's knife. A, it so. looks like something I'd buy from Walmart. <laughs> I mean, that's where it's probably gonna be uh, end up selling. So it's fifty dollars, man. Yeah, you could buy ten of them for four hundred fifty dollars. It's four forty a. Jesus, like that premium that, though, premium grade that stainless steel. That steel is as old as he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, this no, is weird. Mean, World War One. Anyways, it's got um. 81 backers with 13 days to go and it's got $6,154 uh, out of its needed it. out of Isn't its that? needed $18,000 goal. Of course it's oh, not going to make God. it because it's a Kickstarter project and even if it did make it I doubt it would ever come to fruition. Is no one, is no one going to talk about the maker? Uh, if you click on his page, his name's Anatoly Omelchenko and he sells edible spoons as well. Omelchenko? <laughs> That's fucking edible big spoons. Brain. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's like, that's um, the smartest the... shit I've ever heard of in my life. I'm backing that up. It's, <laughs> it's made of. Uh... Wait, hold on. I'll send you He's had this. ten it's... backed projects, including the Cedar yeah. Aroma Pyramid, eighteen some free jewelry. Yeah. Where do you guys find that? Like Dude, it's on the. It's uh, on oh, the you just clicked. I website. backed one of this guy's yeah. projects. It didn't go through, so I got <laughs> refunded for it. But they had a pocket clip for an open L, and I was like, "That's dope." I, it was like ten dollars something, so I the went to buy that, spin? and it never met funding. I like this edible spoon where it's basically like, it's like, uh, oh, ew, this is disgusting. Uh, it's like, it's like a, what? Do y'all see the air of? rope, which is like a cord for your AirPods? 
Holy um, <laughs> if only they had a wire clone as well. <laughs> I gotta show you this. This is the dumbest shit. He made oh a, a quote-unquote hey, electricity-free hey. account... bamboo speaker for your iPhone. It's literally a fucking piece <laughs> oh of bamboo with a, with a hole cut in it. <laughs> this dude is his... a marketing genius. Okay, okay, wait. Let, let me read this. <laughs> let me read his his profile. I'm an award-winning designer and inventor with three successful projects launched on Kickstarter over the past three years. That's one project for you. My goal is to create function, functionally and aesthetically simple products and devices that can become eco-friendly substitutes. What about the knife? Okay, he Taking made he made an iPhone case that is literally abs. <laughs> what, what, was that about, what? what was that about functionality? I'll, I'll post that one in the description for y'all. Holy, sh this guy is a fucking train wreck. I, I love him already. Can we have him on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> reach out, reach why out. Why would you make a? Why would he need five hundred? I mean, five fifty-five hundred dollars for that. <clears throat> I don't fucking so, know. The goal was seven thousand dollars for a six-pack for a six-pack phone case. Did Did you look at the uh, the holy shit? The the bamboo speaker met its goal. Met double. Made twenty grand. It's a fucking <laughs> piece of bamboo with a hole cut in it. Omega brain. And they're twenty five dollars. Just come into your yard. <laughs> Isn't bamboo like an invasive like species? Like like yeah, it's just, it's an invasive species of grass. Like just, I guarantee you, somewhere in your if you well at least around here, somewhere in my town has bamboo. Literally, I can walk two minutes up the fucking street and go get bamboo, and take a machete that cost me five dollars at the flea market and chop it down and make this shit. Why the hell would I pay this dude twenty five dollars? Well, you're not doing it like this guy though. <laughs> I just don't understand this dude's train of Anyways, thought. um, yeah, that's so terrible. That's that's nice. let's, let's move on. The website's that. down for the iBamboo. Someone email Adam Coley. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're gonna buy one, don't lie. I don't have an iPhone; it won't fit. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on to the M4 940. No one gives and a shit about this. It's 940 G10. I don't like it. Spyderco cool, ripoff. Like Spyderco ripoff. Uh, Yep. Yeah, it's one ninety five. I'm sure it'll sell out, and that's all I got. It'll to say sell about. out, and we'll see it for three hundred dollars on Knife Swap in like two weeks after it comes out. But none yeah. of them are going to be selling on Knife Swap. No one's going to uh, want that shit. <laughs> let's move on to the real interesting one: the colorful filth edition bug out. Dude, this guy did a um shit. I fucking love him. He did a uh. Uh, he did a spy chef. He did, gorgeous. Man, yeah, crazy. With the diver, you know, so crazy. Wait, is this already a, gone? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think so. I think it just got released. It's sold out. Uh oh. I kind of like this. Uh -oh. I wouldn't pay three hundred dollars for it, but. Uh, I funnily enough, I actually asked this guy to make a logo for us, and then uh, I said, "Well, keep a pin in it," and we haven't. I haven't contacted him back about it yet. We he's on Discord. He's uh he's a bit more active on Discord now. Well, yeah, no, he, well, he I don't I think he was in Discord for a while before, but now he's actually really active oh, in the oh, Discord. Th so this is a group buy style order. It starts tomorrow on the sixteenth, so when you're listening to this podcast it'll probably it. around there. It goes until the thirtieth. So it also follows group buy rules and that if a certain amount of them are ordered, the price will drop a little. So if seventy five are ordered um, you get it for two seventy five instead of three hundred, which I think is still really fucking high. Yeah, that's 
pricey. To be fair, well, the design is it's crazy very cool, custom. But I don't think anyone would really be using this. Like the Spidey Shop thing was just anodized. This is Cerakote and anodization, so it's gonna wear a little differently. Did you guys see the the, the Quaken Kraken that he did as well? Yeah. That was really yes. Good. That was incredible. He does really good work. Really pretty stuff, yeah. He's a good designer. I like him. <laughs> Um, I kind of want yeah, this, it's very I'm, not, cool. I'm not paying. Maybe if it was like um, two, I'd probably get it. I'm sure it costs more than that, though, to make. I want to get a shirt with this design. Probably going to ask him. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll probably get him maybe to do the logo, our next logo. I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Make, but, ma make it so. Um, but next is the online Spider Code Seconds, December 4th to 5th. Yep. Soon. I just wanted to give everybody online an update on only. That. Yeah, online only. So, everyone, no I matter where you are, out. you can get it. Nah, no one's gonna get anything because of bots. <laughs> well, yeah, get your bots I'm actually ready, boys. really confused about how they're gonna be doing it or how much they have, I guess, because they're technically running it for two whole days. Like, so I'm guessing they have a shit ton. Either they have a fuck ton of stuff to drop, or they're gonna be releasing it at like certain times. If that makes sense. Have you seen pictures of what people buy on Facebook, dude? There's they're, they're so much; it's ridiculous. Hopefully, they just make it a limit. So, like, even if you do have bots, you can only buy like three knives or something yeah i think three would be fair yeah that'd be good but you know they don't give a shit about that because they just want their knives to sell so so oh they're, they're going it. to they're gonna sell all of them oh yeah they're gonna sell i think it's gonna sell within like an hour easy also they're like let's not throw these out let's sell these for a slightly discounted rate then you're gonna see them on the swap and all the selling the forums like oh i got a limited uh, edition none of the pictures will show where the the markings are the notches yeah <laughs> It's always at a weird angle, you know. It is what it and is. And some normie will buy it, like, dude, I got a Python for two hundred fifty dollars. Like, yeah, but he bought it for like ninety, so you're an idiot. So. By the way, if you can get a ninety dollar Python, buy the oh, fuck out of it. Mm. I would. Um, yeah, so that's pretty big news. But finally, Shot Show twenty twenty one's been canceled. Oh no! I'm actually really surprised by this. Um, I'm not trying to stir up any political controversy. But um, a lot of shot shows mainly focused on guns. There are some knife stuff, and I gun people are typically very, very conservative, and they normally don't give a fuck about Corona, at least here in the U.S. So I'm really surprised that they went out of their way to cancel this. I'm wondering if it was like a sponsor issue or something like that. I don't know. 2020 ruining everything. Mm, they're probably after this year. They're probably just expecting it to just be the same, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm not too surprised. Well, Shot Show's normally in January anyway, so it's not like it's way far out. Yeah, well, even if you think about now and how COVID cases are the highest they've been in the U.S. 100,000 a day, we're doing the best. Yeah, even more than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you so I'm unsurprised by this. It was to be expected. I'll do it. I mean, um, Shot Show only had like the big brands. Well, no, they started getting a lot of brands, but I think yeah. it's too Especially early in the year to... Because it seems like every company now, like, they'll debut, like, three or four knives, like, every three months, like, every quarter, basically, so... When's Shot yeah. Show usually? Shot Show's usually, like, in February. Yeah, it's February, I think. And it's only exhibitors only, so you have to work directly for a company or, like, a... It's not open for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I know. I I know it's a good chance for like a lot of brands to show off sneak peeks and stuff. I know Kaiser did that a lot. CRKT is also had... really big there. It's like a mini Blade yeah, show for yeah. some companies. It's a good chance to do sneak peeks and then they get their shit ready by Blade Show and then they surprise everyone yeah, somehow. Yeah. Um, well, I think we'll do oh. a short main topic today since we've spoken. So, and we yeah, kinda, I'm ready to get, stop fucking talking kinda, <laughs> We kind of jumped on this main topic a little bit already with the Nick Shabazz, Nick Shabazz stuff. Um, we're going to talk about some knife gripes and design language. Um... And with the knife gripes, talking about personal knife gripes, and you know maybe some knife, uh, some gripes about designs and stuff like that. Can I go? Yeah, go okay, ahead. Okay, sweet. <laughs> oh, y'all ready for this shit? Okay, personal knife gripes. Um, I- I'm not I'm not gonna mention anything here about the size of knives because that's completely subjective. I'm not gonna go that deep into it. Um, but we were talking earlier about the slim pickings. I really hate handles that. Uh, either block off or don't use a large section of space. Um, some that are contoured at the top and bottom can be okay, but Laura, that just has like the first 25% of it's useless. Same thing with the Vero Designs knives. Um, same thing with the Spyderco Smock. That's just annoying. I, I, I don't care what concessions you have to make for your design. You can make it a little bit more attractive than a fucking square. Um, also, when... When I have a knife without a sharpening choil, it it kind of sucks, and it feels to me personally like the knife has a shorter lifespan than uh, other knives, unless I want to take out a Dremel and do it myself or send it to get modded. Um, it, it's it's 2020. Just add a fucking choil there. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, contour your edges on your knives. There's no need for a 90-degree angle to be on anything on a knife, um, unless it's like the spine or something like that don't i don't need to be gripping the handle and it be an inch thick and then just a square that's just just stupid um gripes about designs kind of the handle thing was there that's a little bit um i like the pies on but if you're going to do a thick blade stock at least have the grind taper down for the whole thing of the blade or do a hollow grind that's just stupid um and and i'll wait for dumb designers i want to hear some ideas from y'all um, for me, uh, <clears throat> the main knife grabs I have is just like, uh, and this is also designed to, it's just knives that have like rando, like just weird shit jumping out of it. <laughs> kind of like that Alliance Conquest. Like every Kaiser had, ever made. <clears throat> yeah. Just stuff that's Child. like, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of like, I like normal thing, things that don't look too crazy. Normie. Um, so, like, when you have, like, the Alliance Conquest, which has a crazy, like, uh, where it's like, imagine a thumb ramp, but make the thumb ramp sharp and pointing into your thumb. So you're stabbing every time, you're stabbing yourself with the blade every time you try to put your oh, thumb on top of it. You just reminded me one more. Don't put finger twirls on big knives. It's fucking stupid. Anyway, back <laughs> to your, your bad ergos for the uh, Conquest. Yeah. Um, another thing I don't like are, I guess, gimmicky stuff. Like especially like, no, well that that <laughs> yeah that. But oh, also like brain. I think what really comes to mind is like the CRKT little lock thing, the lock lock. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It's locks. The lock. Is that what it is? The lock. L A W K S. The, it, it's like locks and auto locks. That's yeah. the the thing that where you push it up and it, it locks the lock of the knife, so you can't 
depress the lock. I hate that. Like Roto Lock Two on Lion Lion Steel knives. Don't. There's no need. It's just. What's stupid. the point? Yeah. What's the point? It's supposed to emulate like a fixie experience, but like your locks you're telling me shit this, anyway. I can barely open. You're telling thing. me what this time. Ti- well, the thing with the CRKT version is it's just a tiny thin piece of metal. It's not gonna do anything. It's not gonna stop your like if your lock fails, like your your actual uh, liner lock fails. There's no way that tiny little piece of metal isn't gonna fail okay. either. You know, exactly. So I hate that. I guess um, designer gri- design gripes. And maybe even designer gripes too, is um, well, this is more uh, maybe about supply and demand and stuff like that. But I hate crazy, needlessly overhyped, expensive stuff. <laughs> you know, um, kind of like the anything Holt uh, or Grimsmo. Yeah. Again, just, I, I, I love Grimsmo knives, but their prices are just. I can see getting up there in that range but not not a grand just yeah yeah i think that's just um i don't know i think their egos go to their head and they're just like we can jack our prices up and they can and people still buy them just like the holts like every other fucking company that gets people buy you can sell for whatever price you want yeah i guess it's more a gripe about the community itself maybe uh basically artificially inflating things but i think i think half the time when like okay like when people enter a Gareth Bull lottery or a Holt lottery, let's be honest, probably 80 to 85% of the people there that are entering have no interest in keeping that knife. They just want to mm-hmm. get it so that they can post on fucking Instagram they have one and then either trade it or sell it. Stomps. Yeah. So these hype knives that the community hypes up, they're often not saying they're not good, you know, there's a reason they're, they got there, but they're just they just keep perpetuating this. They look at it like an investment, yeah. which is already stupid. Like, okay, yes, make it $500 for doing absolutely nothing, but for buying something is, that's pretty big brain, but it's like, you're a shitty person in my opinion, because like, there's people that actually want the knives, that use the knives as knives, but you're just looking at it like an investment. Anytime yeah. someone tells me like, oh, this knife has lived in a safe, I'm like, why the fuck did you buy it then? <laughs> exactly. Well, they pretty much admitted why, because I'm going to sell it when, um, when the price goes the up. Right price comes up you know which is like i get it i understand people need money but if you need money get a fucking a different job do something go yeah, don't do don't, something uh, where I'll you require like skills don't uh, buying shit and selling it is not a skill you're running a community you're i want to add something on to that um there's someone i'm not gonna name names or anything but there's someone i think uh i know that that says Knives are a better investment than putting your money in the bank because it's all it's all liquid. So instead of putting a thousand dollars in your bank and getting like what zero point two percent interest, uh, you just you know spend that thousand dollars on a on the halt and you can enjoy it, and then it will increase in value and you just sell it. That's what the guy says. So, well, um, I'm not a big fan of there's that. There's certain that things thought, that but. I would agree on that with. Knives are not one because they're extremely fickle. Uh, for example, if you go back. Yeah. Mm, two years or so, a Norseman was going for like thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars. Now they're going for like yeah, seven. Sure. Um, there's some things that I've heard of that being successful with, like Rolexes, for example. Certain models of Rolexes yeah. will appreciate in value over years. That's just a, a fact. That's just how it's been for like the past, you know, couple of decades. But knives, knives in particular, they it's there's such a trend and a fad to them. When that hype dies down, exactly. people move on. 
Yeah. You're not making That's any thing. money. You're losing money. Yeah. Exactly. It's, some people compare it to, to shoes or whatever, where everything's liquid and, you know, you can buy and sell easily. But it's not really like that because it's shoes are supposed to be on your feet and they're basically fashion, but knives are literally just the tools. They're meant to be tools. No one goes and buys, like, a Gucci hammer or something. People probably would. Well, my thing is, like, I just think it's the, the whole... Bird. It's just like a, it's, I wouldn't say it's a newer thing, but it's definitely been popular now with yeah shoes. Like I know I used to be really into shoes, and now it's just like bots and people selling, and people just yeah, think yeah. they're hustlers. Like, oh, I'm a hustler. It's like, no, hustlers are good at something. Yeah, you're, you're just you're killing just, the you're just, fucking, you just got a fucking bot. Like, you're not good. Like, and if you went if you went to a store and did that shit, went to a Foot Locker or a House of Hoops and tried to sell shit in line, you're gonna get beat up and robbed. You know why? Because you're you're an asshole. Like, obviously, that's not a good thing to get beat up and robbed, but you're an asshole. Also, it, like, <laughs> it really negatively affects the community. Like, I, I'm sure you guys have felt this yeah. before. When there's something that's really hyped up that you want to, to try, actually, that you really want to get a hold of, um, not because of the hype, but just because it looks interesting to you, and, and you can't. You genuinely want one, and you can't, and you see these people making money off of it and flipping it. It starts to piss yeah, you off. Yeah, it sucks. It's awful. Yeah. It's, it's awful us... Yeah, it's, someone came into the Discord once and was like, "Hi guys, can I have a price check? I have these two limited uh, sprint shamans or whatever." And he was like, "Can I have a a price check? I'm thinking about six hundred dollars. Can cut you guys ten dollars off if you if you <laughs> if you message me on here. Like six hundred dollars just because you were fast or botting. Like not fucking you don't go on the Discord and sell shit at yeah everyone's you don't shit you, on you, you like that. don't even sell shit at retail." You definitely don't go in there and fucking yeah. mark stuff up. Like, if... Okay, for example, if if I bought a Holt for $1,300 and I go to sell it on the Discord for $1,300, you know, that's, that's one thing. But if I bought a Holt for table and I go and put it on the Discord to my fucking friends and I'm like, hey, here's this price, that's not okay. And... Yeah. yeah. I, I can see, uh, again, there's there's certain situations in which I understand that people need money and things like that but if you're only buying a knife to flip it you don't need the money because that's going to be a fucking slow thing to do it's going to be two weeks that you're going to get the cash you know um let's do let's play the stock market it's just greedy people people. are just being greedy that's all it is and honestly like people always make the argument like well you're stupid if you hold on to something that's worth a lot of money like money's more important like yeah money is cool everyone needs money but it's like i'm not into this hobby for money because i actually like knives yeah that's really no, what if, it is. if like, you're in this hobby yeah, for exactly. money, you're not going to last very long. Yeah, and, and that's anything in life. If you look at everything as an investment in life, anything, because I know a lot of people that do think like that, and they are fucking unhappy because everything's money, 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 money. Then they have all this money, and it's like, but you have no, you're a superficial person. Like, you just care about money. You're, yeah, exactly. That's all you care There's about. More to that. The joy of the just night is getting you know. to try these things, and, and at least for me, like getting to talk with other people about them. Yeah, I couldn't give a about shit knives. less about the fucking knife of the month. It just, I don't fucking care. And I think most people that are really into knives generally don't care about hype that much either. But, like I was mentioning, if, like, I know people that genuinely really want a Spectre. Even the haptic. I wouldn't mind trying a haptic. I'm not fucking buying one. That's for sure. 
just because I know yeah, I know like, for a fact someone's gonna charge me like two grand for one. It's just not worth yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. The only way you could get knives, hype knives, is either you get on the the train before they get hype, which is a very that's hard as shit to do. That's a risk. That's a risky thing to begin with because how do you know it's gonna get hype? But the thing is, yeah. who gives a shit about the hype? If you like a knife, you buy it. If you don't like it, then don't fucking buy it. Yep. But everyone looks at the Holt lotteries and all the other lotteries, and they're just like, oh, if I buy that Holt for seven hundred dollars. I could instantly make another seven hundred dollars because I'm going to sell for fourteen hundred dollars, and yes, that is <laughs> that's smart financially. It is, but you're an asshole. That's just the way it is. You're an if asshole. If you want to look at it as like a risk-free situation, I think that's a bit more okay. For example, like I enter in every single Gareth Bull lottery that they have because I really want, want like fucking sham. But I know that if I end up not wanting the sham, I could sell it for what I paid, and instantly yeah, to to any of. Anybody on the Discord that like gives a shit about it, and they'd be more than happy to pay retail. But you buying it, not because you want to try it, but just you just entering in a lottery because like, oh, I can make a grand here. You're a dickhead. <laughs> like that's just like I thought it was funny because um I guess it's kind of a little bit off topic, but Tim Reeve was talking about that because he's pretty much like the base of CRK now. Yeah. But he even said that like people overuse the spa treatment. Like there will be like a tiny scratch or some like. If you use your knives, they're metal, they're titanium. If you they rub on anything, they're gonna scratch. That's just a fact of life. Yeah, if you and put he in your said pocket, that, like, you're pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, if you put in your pocket and keys touch, it's gonna scratch. And he said that like most of the knives they get for spa treatment are like b- hardly anywhere at all. So he kind of like called people out, and everyone got mad. Like, yeah, but I paid that money for the spa treatment. It's like, yeah, but you're wasting our fucking time, dude. Like, you're probably getting a spa treatment and just sell it, like. Just use the goddamn knives as tools, because that's what they are. Obviously, yeah. expensive knives are luxury items, obviously, but it's like, it's a at the end of the day, it's a goddamn knife. It, it's just a knife. Like, if you use it and it gets scratched up, that, that sucks, whatever. But you know what? That's part of what happens when you use things. Part of the, the hobby, exactly. Because yeah. everyone thinks if you... Well, this is like a personal thing, too. Um, if you use a knife you carry it in your pocket and then suddenly there's one single hairline scratch on it people are going to be like oh shit i can't sell but if you don't use it to begin with what's the point of buying the knife if you just think of it as a liquid investment why not go buy like gold or stock or something yeah something buy something that's actually a legitimate yeah yeah exactly. investment but the thing is funny also, that's, did we... that's a double-edged sword because like yes it causes people to be scared to use their knives but it's also a great thing because any expensive knife you when it's again sold, you could assume nine times out of ten it's going to be like immaculate condition because everyone's scared to use it. So I will say that's good if, for the buyers. In general, if if you're not comfortable using a knife because of the price, either try to find it cheaper somewhere else, or don't fucking buy it. Like I, I had the the Winter Blade Co. Factor. I looked at that thing forever. I finally got one. I took it on a weekend trip, and somehow I scratched the shit out of the clip. And. I, I just didn't fucking care. Now, it's a little... It's not that expensive. It's a little expensive. But I don't plan on selling that knife. If you plan on selling a knife, don't fucking carry it. Don't buy it in the first place, but don't don't carry it. Don't bitch and complain and send it to somebody for spa because you nicked the clip or you scratched the fucking scale trying to unscrew a screw. Just just don't. Uh, don't don't fuck yeah, with it if you're trying to sell it. There's just no and point. that's like almost every hobby that has a lot of hype. And obviously the knife community is very, it's big but it's small as far as like the hype knives and the expensive knives. Not very many people are buying these knives. Let's be honest. It's probably like 
a few thousand people, if that, <laughs> if that. But, but they're tools well, at the end of the day. And it's funny because, like I said, I used to be really into shoes. But the thing about shoes is the second you put them on and go outside with them, they're like a car. They're going to get fucking worn out. So everyone just has all these shoes in their room and these boxes and shit. And they're like, yeah, dude, look at all my shoes. I'm like, you don't fucking wear them. You know how stupid that is to have 50 pairs of shoes you don't even wear? Like, if I stepped on your shoes right now, you're going to cry. Like, what are you going to do? I never understood people to get, like, physically violent over, like, a shoe. Like if like someone yeah. scuffs their shoe in public, like they'll fucking hit you. Just why are you wearing the shoes? Or same thing, like yeah. if there th- now there is like there's an ongoing meme in the knife community that's oh don't let your friend borrow your knife. Now I'm not gonna let anybody fucking borrow my knife. Like nope that I know in per in person. I will I will use it for you. But you know it's funny you said that. I just had a dream the other night that happened. I, I oh I have a story about. That. Wait, did we kill Echo? No. I'm here. Okay. I'm just <laughs> letting you guys talk. I just, I've, I've talk, I, I was losing my voice, so this is good. I just don't... Oh, shit, okay. Okay, there's a difference between carrying and using your knife responsibly, and then using it as a pry bar. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so there was once I was carrying a Kershaw Skyline, and uh, so it was the... It's a discontinued De- uh, Damascus Kershaw Skyline, and I was at... Uh, I was at like an archery club, and one of my friends asked, "Oh, what are you carrying?" And I said, "I have a nice, you know, showy Damascus skyline." And he was like, "Can I borrow it and take a look?" And he took it and he stabbed it through a goddamn can, and immediately <laughs> the edge was ruined. And now there's scratches all over the Damascus. And I was like, "Dude, why?" And he said, "I wanted to see how sharp it was." <laughs> That's said, a great indicator. <laughs> I, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, all right. I, like, I, I'm not a super violent person. I would have slapped the shit out of him the second he did that. I would have fucking busted his jaw. You don't disrespect me like that. That's just that's so incredibly rude. Yeah, some people like like so oh, we're gonna like, scratch the shit out of. Mm, I just. Oh. That's the thing is yeah. like there's some people like dude why do you buy it dude if you're like not gonna use it because that's not a fucking use of a I don't, knife yeah, you idiot. I don't mind cut, like, getting <laughs> gradual scratches over time, but I don't want it to look like I just fucking scratched it with sandpaper down the blade. Dude, if I show people knives like, because I don't know like I have a family and like cousins are like dude I took Angelo's knife like I'm like a little kid or something like well yeah dude I have expensive knives but like. If someone, if like my cousin asked me, he's like, "Hey, can I see your knife?" I make sure we're like on a table, like, because people are so <laughs> stupid and like their motor skills are just like terrible or something. So like, I'm scared they'll flip it and they'll just drop it because they're stupid. It's never happened to me, but I'm just scared that it's gonna happen. I actually, so, like, happened walk, to me. I walk over to a table Jeez. or a couch and sit down and hand it to him because it's like <laughs> I can't trust you. Like you're not very smart, obviously, but here. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I am. You gotta baby proof your room. I baby proof my knives because I do not trust anyone. Yeah, um, that happened to me and my dad too because I gave him my my Protec uh, Mordax. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh. It's a it's a nice knife, and so it's for for you guys who don't know, it's incredibly smooth because the detent basically doesn't exist. Yes, yeah, the button lock, right? Uh, and so yeah, 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 yeah. And so I gave it to him, and he tried flipping it out for the first time. And uh, it like clacked so hard because he wasn't used to the, the limp, limp detent. It just like <laughs> flew out of his hand. 
and it just stabbed into my wooden Ooh. floor, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. I would have just right in and be like, yeah. can you pay for that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, dude, that was like $300. I actually, um, my younger brother, he's been gradually getting into, like, good knives over the past maybe year or two. And still, when whenever I go to show him new knives, because, like, it, when I was starting off in the hobby, if I'd had people to show me these cool knives and let me handle them, I would have been ecstatic. So I try to, like, give him that opportunity. He's he's really hesitant about anything over, like, 300 bucks. He's like, I don't really want to... Even though he knows what he's doing with them, and I know he's not gonna fuck them up, he he knows enough to like not be disrespectful about it, and I just I, I really appreciate that because a lot of people don't give a shit. They're just like, oh, if I mess it up, it's not my fault. I don't ever tell yeah. people the prices. I don't like if it's like my family or friends ask me like, how much is this knife? I'm like, are you trying to buy it? And they're like, no. Then I'm like, then why the fuck do you care? <laughs> like. If you're not gonna buy it, yeah. then I don't care to tell you. I mean, that sounds really mean. Well, it's, but it's like because like, people don't ask, ask that people question to shit on you. Cars are. Yeah, it's like, dude, how much do you make, dude? Like, who gives a shit? Like, it's a knife. Like, I'm letting you handle it. That's about like, who cares how expensive also, it is? Also, this like, knife. If you're not into knives, knives aren't indicative of how much the person makes. Usually, they have very poor no. spending habits. Oh yeah, it's that's like ninety exactly percent of the community <laughs> who just buy the shit. Around, there's of people eating. with legitimate money, but it's like a lot of the community is just irresponsible. Man, so, I don't even have a job. You get a fucking and job. I, you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I've got knives that are expensive. <laughs> See, irresponsible. I've somehow, yeah, I've somehow accrued. Um, but I feel like this is a good place to uh, wrap up the podcast with. Especially yeah, even with, though we didn't talk about any design shit. But. Well, you know. <laughs> Uh, I think well, it was, we, we kind we've of been doing about this for like stuff. two hours though. Well, it's been almost almost two hours, so I feel like this is a good place to wrap it up, and we can maybe move that to next podcast. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you um, you want to email us, you can email us at uh, behindtheedgepod at gmail dot com. We'll read every email that you send, whatever it says for the most part, anyway. Uh, if you want to support us to not be uh, not go out of business, uh, you can uh, send us money at https colon slash slash behind the slash donate and or https colon slash slash patreon.com slash behind the edge. And all your money will be very helpful to us if you feel inclined to donate and you will get special benefits. I promise you, you this time we will not spend it on yes, hookers so. and below. Well. Yeah. We ran out Not too like fast. Last time. Yeah, we ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we appreciate you all listening, and we will catch you on the next podcast. Peace. Thanks, guys. Good luck.